All right, guys. Hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Babble Bro. Um, do I like that name? Am I am I happy with the title of this podcast, the Babble Bro? Uh, no, I am very much not happy with the title of this podcast. Um, Babble Bro was the seventy fifth title I came up with, and the first title I came up with that wasn't already taken. There's so many podcasts out there. Uh, that all any name you could possibly think of has been taken. The the only safe route to go would be to title the podcast after your own name. So like if your name is Barney Smith, you you could call it the Barney Smith Show or possibly the Barney Smith Podcast. Uh, shout out to all the Barney Smiths of the world. Um, but if you called it that. You'd probably be the only one, unless you have a really super common name. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, Barney Smith. Um, that's probably fairly... That's probably fa- Hey, do me a favor. If your name is Barney Smith, um, I don't know, get, you know, get back to me. <laughs> Let me know that your name is Barney Smith. Um, and I would have called... I would have titled this podcast... I would have put my name, my actual, my real name in the in the title of this podcast, but then I realized that because I've started and then abandoned a thousand podcasts, a bunch of them already have my name in it. Plus, I kind of like the idea of being anonymous, like those, not like the hackers. I don't know how to hack. Don't fear, you won't you won't be hacked by listening to this podcast. But uh, I'd like to keep it anonymous. I'm also going to try to keep it fairly PG, fairly family friendly. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee any younger people caring about anything I have to say. In fact, I don't see anyone of any age actually caring about what I have to say. I assume most of you are going to use this podcast to uh, help you fall asleep at night. (laughs) That's what I assume. Uh, The the, the few people that will actually hear this, I assume you're just going to put it on as you drift away to uh, to slumber town, is that what you call sleep? Slumber town? That's what I'm calling it. Starting now, I've never actually called it that before. But I think, can, do you understand why I called this this <laughs> this podcast Babble Bro? Because here's the thing about me. For those of you that don't know me, which is I'm guessing most of you, um, I will say some pretty some pretty smart, pretty profound really helpful stuff eventually the problem is uh you have to sort of you have to sort of weed through all of the inane pointless garbage that comes out of my mouth but inside that garbage hidden somewhere deep inside the garbage will be a a few uh you know a few hidden gems some words of wisdom so uh, get your get your notepads out if you if you're not if you're not using this specifically to fall asleep, um, get your notepads out and uh, just 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 patiently wait for me to say something of note or of value to you. I swear it's coming. I can't help I can't help it. it it's coming. I just don't know when, and you're gonna have to listen to a bunch of uh, a bunch of nothing. <laughs> Well, but that's that's how it goes. And and make no mistake about it, I understand that I'm talking to myself. See, I wanted to start this podcast um, so that I it feels like I'm not talking to myself while I go on my daily walks because I realize that that's crazy. 
to just have full-on conversations with yourself. Um, so I figure if I recorded it, it would be less crazy and more creative. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing what a little, what, what, what one app, you put one app on your phone and you can, you can go from crazy, sad, and lonely to creative and <laughs> productive. And that's, that's, the, that's the goal here. By the way, it is uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th, and I'm coming, to you, uh, I'm coming to you live. Well, not live, but I'm recording this live. I'm recording this on February 14th, Valentine's Day, deep in the heart of Central California. Where is Central California, you might ask yourself? Um, Central California, is, it's, exactly where, <laughs> it's exactly where you think it is. It's in the dead center, right smack dab in the middle of the great state of California, which means um, if you're not from California, uh, you probably picture California, you know, with a bunch of movie stars on surfboards with that white goopy, what is it, zinc on the nose. I never understood why people only applied that stuff to their nose. Is, is the rest of the cranium skin cancer free? Is it, is it immune? to the sun's deathly rays. By the way, the, the relationship we have with the sun, the relationship that the human race and all life on earth has with the sun is not, is not too uncommon. Like, it's, not, it's not too different than the relationship we have with most of our family members. It's like we need it. Without the sun, we would die pretty quickly. Uh, I assume. I'm not a scientist. I, I don't know how long it would take for us to die without the sun. I'm, I'm guessing it would make uh, plant growth a little hard. I'm, I'm guessing it would, uh, it would make oxygen, oxy, oxygen uh, production a little, more, um, a little more difficult, if not impossible. Uh, <laughs> but but like we, we need the sun to survive as a, as a race of people, but also too much sun, um, will, uh, uh, it'll, it'll kill you. So, and, and that's just like the relationship, at least I have with a lot of my family, which is, man, I love you guys, but also I just, I can't, I hate you. Every last one of you with all of my heart and soul. I love you. Don't get me wrong. I love you so much because we're family, but also if I never, ever, ever saw you again, that would be pretty cool as well. Um, so yeah, we, we have, uh, <laughs> we don't have the, we don't have the movie stars and the, and the surfboards. Uh, we have dirt here. Um, probably, I don't know the exact number, but I'm guessing a decent, a decent amount of meth labs can be found here. Um, basically, we're, we're, we're kind of sandwiched in the middle. We're sandwiched between Los Angeles and San Francisco, which means we get, we get a runoff of all of the awful, terrible things that those two places have to offer, but none of the, the good stuff. We don't, we, don't, we don't get the culture. We don't get the weather. Uh, but we get the gang violence, the homeless. We get, you know... We get all of that stuff. So we get, we get everything bad about those two locations, plus the weather is basically like living in a desert. It's uh, frigid at night, and it's 115 degrees. I'm recording this uh, on February 14th. It is 7.57 in the morning, and I am wearing cargo shorts. Uh, one, because I'm super cool, 
and two, uh, because it's it's already it's already warm enough to wear uh, shorts and a t-shirt, and that's that's a problem for me. Even even though I've lived here all of my life, and even though I know in the back of my head that summer summer starts way before most people get to enjoy spring. Some people right now are still wearing big heavy jackets, you know, shielding themselves from the from the uh, winter storms that they're still getting. Uh, over here, you know, I was playing with my daughter with some squirt guns uh, in the backyard yesterday. That's That's where we are. So I'm enjoying spring right now, I guess you could say. And in about, uh, I don't know, two hours, I'll get to enjoy uh, a seemingly never-ending, unforgiving summer that just, even though I'm expecting it, it, it still feels like it's coming out of nowhere. It's awful. Um, also, these, these, uh, these episodes are going to be recorded during my walk, uh, as I mentioned. So you are going to hear the sounds of the traffic in the background. You're going to hear the sounds of, uh, I don't know, squirrels. Do squirrels make sounds? Birds, probably. You're going to hear, you're going to hear a, a decent amount of background noise. And uh, for a lot of you, that's going to be a deal breaker. That's going to be, you can't, you can't stand it. It's going, to, it's going to drive you nuts. And that's going to be the main reason. Well, I'm probably the main reason, but that's going to be one of the big reasons that you don't listen to this podcast, and I understand. Um, some of you, though, might enjoy hearing the uh, the background noise. I don't know. Let, also, hey, if you do listen, let me know. Do you enjoy the background noise? It's not going to change. Keep in mind. <laughs> Keep in mind. I, I'd like to know. I'd like to hear your input. I'm, I'm just not going to do anything with it. Um, and that's why none of the podcasts I have made have been successful. Um, that's not true. The, uh, the second podcast I had, we started a podcast in 2014. Nobody cared. Um, we did it for about six weeks, and then we gave up because we're quitters. Uh, and then we started another podcast called No Talent Required, and that one was actually a very uh, small success. We got featured on iTunes a couple of times. We were, uh, we were in the top, I think at the time it was the top 250 podcast. I believe we were 240. That's as high as we ever got on that list. Um, yeah, so we had minimal success. And back then, you know, the, uh, those were the early days of podcasting. Back then it was hard to find sponsorship. It was, it was hard to, to figure out a way to make money off of these things. You have to have millions of downloads now with all of these different apps and stuff where you just you kind of get built in sponsorship you don't need much but now i don't get listeners see see the problem i it's i've my entire life i've always it's always been a wrong place wrong time situation like back when back when i did a successful podcast you you needed you needed a, a just gigantic numbers you needed you needed a massive amount of downloads and 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 subscriptions for you to make money now now you don't need much now you don't have to have a whole lot of anything to make money uh but now the 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 subscriptions and the downloads are much harder to come by because there's so many podcasts i don't know uh, anyway, the, the the successful one was called No Talent Required, and I, I kind of I was thinking about restarting that one, but now there's like 14 different podcasts all called No Talent 
required some version of that. Uh, and I'm guessing those, those are all much more successful than any podcast I've ever done uh, will ever be or has ever been. Uh, this is not me complaining. This is me just rambling. My, my, my initial title for this podcast was Ramble Town. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, but apparently there is a band <laughs> called Ramble Town. I have not heard them. I didn't click on any of their videos, but there's a there's a band with quite quite a, quite a number of videos, uh, and they are called Rambletown. Um, so I thought maybe I shouldn't call this Rambletown. So I called it Babble Bro. I don't like referring to myself or anyone as Bro, but Babble Bro, the alliteration there makes sense. Anyway, you know what? Don't judge me. I feel like you guys are judging me because of the bad title of this podcast. So I, I'll, I'll let you know. If you've never tried to start a podcast and title a podcast, it's hard, okay? The names have all been taken, all right? You know what bothers me the most? Um, I've come up with uh, many great names for different podcasts over the years. And uh, every single time I come up with a great name, I know it's a great name because I will look it up and I will discover there's already four or five podcasts with that exact title. And here's the frustrating part. Most of those podcasts kind of just stopped recording. Like, I'll look them up, and the last episode was like, came out three years ago. So, part of me says, screw it, take it. They're not doing anything with it, obviously. But in the back of my head, I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the name, and I'm going to start doing the podcast, and that's going to be the podcast that takes off. That's going to be the podcast that actually gets listeners. That's going to be the one that I can, I can finally feel good about. And as soon as it starts making any sort of traction on the internet, I'm going to get some sort of cease and desist letter from some guy in Omaha who has a podcast with that same name but doesn't do anything with it. That's, uh, uh, so, so I have to name them. Uh, so, so usually it's, it's, my, it's my eighth or ninth choice is what, what I end up going with. And... Uh, yeah, that's, that's highly frustrating. That's all That's all I want to say about that. Anyway, uh, it's Valentine's Day, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, you guys still awake? Uh, if, you, if you have someone who loves you today, uh, hey, you know what? Good for you. Uh, get, get, some, get, get, some, get the cliched box of, uh, you know, heart-shaped box of chocolate. I don't understand why everything has to be heart-shaped. That that kind of that kind of bothers me. The, the Reese's Pieces, uh, the, you know, the peanut butter cups—they're all sh- shaped like hearts. You got heart-shaped candies all over the place. You got heart-shaped boxes of heart-shaped candies, and then you've got my favorite, which is the the heart-shaped pizza. Which, for the last I don't know four or five years, what I've done is I've sadly—and I can't think of anything. Listen, you don't have to order the heart-shaped pizza on Valentine's Day. Like that's not the only thing they offer all these different pizza places local places you know national chains the pizza huts the dominoes every one of these places offer the heart-shaped pizza you know how romantic heart-shaped pizza for valentine's day Um, but you can just get a regular like you can you can call them and just order a non-sad because like if i just ordered a pizza tonight on valentine's day a pizza for one and no, I'm not saying I'm not talking about a personal sized pizza. I'm talking about a full sized large pepperoni pizza that I will consume all alone. I can just do that and it won't feel sad. It'll feel like dinner. It'll, it will feel like dinner. 
but I don't do that. I go out of my way to order the heart-shaped pizza. And when uh, here's what I've done for the past couple of years, and this is sad. Yeah, you get you guys ready for something sad? Here's a sad fact. The last few years I've ordered. I've ordered the heart-shaped pizza, and I really don't know why. I think it's just because it's special. Like, like you can't, they won't make them for you any other time of the year. So I feel like I might as well get the heart-shaped pizza. Um, by the way, pizzas were meant to be either square or rectangle with square slices. I guess at that point they would be pieces. I don't think you can call a square piece of pizza a slice. But they'd be square or rectangle with square pieces. Or you go classic circle with, uh, with the triangle slices. Something about the way the, the heart... With, with the heart-shaped pizza, you're going to get... You're guaranteed to get a, a few wonky-shaped pieces. So if you are sharing that, and I assume that's what they, what they, what they, uh, what they want you to do with it. If you are sharing that... You have to be a gentleman, or you have to be a lady, or you have to be the bigger person, and you have to you have to give your significant other the normal shaped pizzas, and then you have to suffer. <laughs> you have to, you have to then suffer with the wonky shaped slice of pizza. But but for the last few years, I've been ordering this heart shaped pizza, and when the pizza guy gets there. What I do, and, and feel free, if you're a sad, lonely person like me, feel free to use this move, because this, this is pretty clutch. When the pizza guy gets there, and he gives you the pizza, what you do, and you got to make sure you do this before, while, while they're still standing there. Do, do, it, do it before you give them the tip. Here's when you do this. After they hand you the pizza, but before you give them the tip. You need to make sure that they hear this. You, you, you grab the pizza, and then you say... You just, you just shout out loud, even though you're all alone and will probably die all alone. What you do is you grab the pizza and you just shout to no one, pizza's here or honey pizza, something like that. And even though the delivery driver will not fall for this, number one, they don't care uh, because the only thing more sad, the only thing sadder on Valentine's Day than ordering a heart-shaped pizza that you're going to consume alone in the dark by yourself, uh, which is the only way to eat it, by the way. The only, thing, the only thing more sad than that would be someone who has to deliver said heart-shaped pizzas on, on Valentine's Day. But they don't believe you. It's, what, <laughs> it's, one of those, it's one of those situations where everyone is lying and everyone knows everyone's lying, but you still kind of got to go through the motions. It's sort of like when I was in high school. And I smoke pot. Um, that, you can tell how old I am, by the way. I call it pot. Uh, but it's, it's back in the day when, uh, in high school when I would smoke pot. Uh, my father knew that I smoked pot uh, because I didn't hide it well. Uh, I would always leave uh, the pipe or the bong just out because I would get high and forget. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so my dad knew. But uh, we had an unspoken rule. Uh, I, I, I knew that he knew. And he knew that I knew that he knew. Uh, but as long as I pretended like he didn't know and pretended like I didn't want to get caught, uh, he would pretend like he didn't know and everything would be fine. Even though sometimes he would have to clean up after my, my pot smoking. Like he would, he, would, he would wake up and find 
my bong on the coffee table because I got too high to remember to put it away. He would then have to move it so he could enjoy his coffee and watch his news in the morning. He would still, we would, we would both still pretend like I wasn't smoking pot and I would pretend like I was getting away with it. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, we, we were living a lie and that's what you got. That's how you have to live your life if you're spending Valentine's Day alone. And by the way, I got to say, as sad as it is to be alone on Valentine's Day, and as annoying as it can be to, to see all the commercials, all the K-Jewelers commercials, all the heart-shaped pizza commercials, the M&Ms telling you you got to get, you got you know, you're worthless if no one loves you, all those things. It, it's so much better than actually having a date on Valentine's Day. Because listen, I might be a sad loser eating a heart-shaped pizza all alone, but I, ha- I'm, I have, there's no pressure. You know, I don't have to buy anyone anything. Uh, I don't have to pretend like I enjoy the thing that was purchased for me. I don't have to spend any money on a, on a restaurant, on roses. Which, by the way, how how is it not illegal that flower like a, like <laughs> like flowers that would cost you ordinarily twenty bucks? Uh, how is it not illegal for these these places to charge, you know, to to raise the price by about I don't know. 700% on these things just because it's Valentine's Day. How, how is that? How has someone not put a stop to this? Big flower. And it's not just Valentine's Day, by the way. They, they, they crank up the price on Valentine's Day because they know you're screwed, right? You can't have, you can't have a date or, or a significant other and not get the flowers. So they know they got you. You know, they got you by the short and curlies. So they, they do that. But, but they also do it on Christmas. They do it on Mother's Day. They don't do that kind of crap on, on, on Father's Day because they realize that Father's Day, in the eyes of the world, way less important. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my daughter knows exactly when Mother's Day is. Like, I think she's marked it down on her calendar. Um, but she doesn't even know that Father's Day exists, I don't think. You know, and so they don't. So they don't. They don't. Uh, they don't gouge the prices of flowers on Father's Day. But that's when they bring out all of the cliche Father's Day gifts, like neckties and barbecue, <laughs> barbecue equipment. And I just picture, like, there's one father who every year is wearing like several neckties and flipping burgers with like 17 different sets of spatulas and barbecue equipment because every single year regardless of the fact that your father might be vegetarian and doesn't have a job or anything like that you still get him the thing you're supposed to get him which is there's three gifts to get a father on father's day and uh, it's a necktie because uh, at some point someone told the world that fathers love ties so you gotta you gotta tie you got barbecue equipment, like an apron or something, and the apron has to say something stupid. It has to. I, I was going to give you an example, but I'm not, I'm not even creative enough to come up with a stupid uh, slogan on an apron. But you know the kind of aprons, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So you get that. Or cologne. But here's the thing. The cologne must smell like absolute garbage. You cannot, they don't, <laughs> they don't make cologne that people enjoy on Father's Day. You can't find anything that smells anything close to being good. It's always something that smells like if your grandfather died in a junior high locker room. That's that's what that's what Father's Day cologne smells like. And here's the best part about all of this. 
if your children are too young to, to have a job, like my, like my child is, they don't have any money, but they still want to get you something for Father's Day, even though it's going to be the exact same thing they get you every year. You have to be the person who is bankrolling your own get. It's a crazy, it's a crazy thing. You're, you give your child money to buy you a gift that you don't want. So I will then hand my daughter way more money than she needs. That's the other thing. I give her plenty of money to get something awesome, right? Because I was probably, you know, if it weren't for Father's Day, I was probably going to use that, that exact amount of money to buy specific things that I wanted. You know, like those cool, like, you know, just you know, trivial things like paying electricity bills and, and stuff like that. So I, you get, I, give, I give my daughter more money than she needs, and then I have to then drive her to the mall. And then she goes into a store and uses my money to purchase something that I don't really want. And then I have to act like I like it. Do you see why? <laughs> Do you see why these holidays just they 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 bring about un unnecessary awkwardness? Do you know what I want for Father's Day, Valentine's Day, my birthday, Christmas? I want the one thing that it's seemingly impossible for anyone to actually get me. I want peace and quiet. That's, that's the gift. It seems, on paper, it seems easy. Peace and quiet. How, you know, that's, anyone can afford it? <laughs> no one can seem to create it, though. Um, it seems like it's the hardest thing in the world. Anyway, um, I don't know why I'm talking about Father's Day. It's February 14th, as I mentioned earlier. The day after the Super Bowl, by the way. I don't know if you guys are football fans. I watch the uh, I watch the old Super Bowl. Um, I'm a Lions fan. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. So I I really I was really interested in this year's. First of all, I hate when people call it the big game. I understand Super Bowl is a copywritten, copyrighted. How do you say that word? It's you can't. You're not allowed to say the name. You're not allowed to say Super Bowl in most commercials. I don't know if you've noticed super commercials during the Super Bowl, could not legally say the name Super Bowl. So they all had to refer to it as the big game, which gets super annoying. But I'm a Lions fan, so I was uh, very interested in this year because, one, the, uh, the best player the Lions have had, maybe even ever, um, Matthew Stafford, the quarterback, he leaves the team last year, gets traded to the Rams, and he finally gets to go to the Super Bowl. And spoilers, guys. And I don't know if you guys taped it, but spoilers—he finally won. So this, so it doesn't speak volumes about uh, Detroit. Matthew Stafford played in Detroit for 12 years, I think, maybe 13, 12, 13 years—a long time. And and individually, you know, had a fairly decent career. He, I mean, every, all all of his stats were amazing. Aside from the win-loss stat. You know, the only one that matters. And then the second. I mean, the second he gets out of Detroit, he wins the Super Bowl. So I was very happy to see that guy. A lot of people, I think, would be upset. They would, they would, uh, they would look at Matthew Stafford as a traitor. But, I mean, what more do you want the guy to give? He, he, he went to a... You know, he got drafted to the worst team. Not, and I, I, not just the worst team in the NFL. 
the Detroit Lions are technically, statistically, the worst professional team in professional sports. So he gets drafted there, um, does everything he can, not just for the team and the fans, but for the community as well. He, he's, he plays through injury. He does everything he can. He does everything right. He's a top 10 quarterback his entire career. Wins nothing. <laughs> and the second, the second he switches jerseys, He's in the Super Bowl, so I, 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 he, he's earned it, and I'm happy for him, and I'm proud of him, and uh, that, was, that was fun to see him get to the Super Bowl. Uh, but also on the other side were the Cincinnati Bengals, a team that have been um, historically awful, not as bad as the Lions, but, you know, really bad. And they haven't been to a Super Bowl since 1989, and they haven't, uh, you know, they've, they've never won a Super Bowl. So, it, it, when a, when a team like that gets to the Super Bowl, it gives it gives fans of other crappy teams hope. Like, I didn't really watch or follow the Lions this year because I was sort of I sort of switched teams for one year. I, I, I was supporting the Rams because of Matthew Stafford's switch. So I, I wasn't really paying attention to the Lions, but I'm back now. You know, Stafford got his his Super Bowl, so now I'm I'm back supporting the Lions again. Um, but it, but just knowing that a crappy team like the Cincinnati Bengals can get to a Super Bowl gives people like me hope that their crappy team can one day get to the Super. Do you see how sad it is to be a Detroit Lions fan? I'm hoping and praying that we can lose the Super Bowl next year. You see, like, like the idea of winning a Super Bowl is, out of, is so far out of the question. But there might be a small chance, a sliver of hope, that one day the Lions can lose a Super Bowl. So my, my, my hope, my dream, and my prayers are for the Detroit Lions to get beaten and embarrassed <laughs> in next year's Super Bowl. Crazier things have happened, guys, and I understand that, you know, Maybe you guys don't like sports, but you see what I did? I tried to make it as fun for everyone. See what I did there, guys? I, I, I gave enough information to non-sports fans to know, to know all the pieces of information, to follow along with my rambling, and then I tried to make that rambling as humorous as possible. That's what I'm trying to do here. So here's what I want to have happen. I understand that no one's going to listen to this, but if you do, if you, if you find this on the YouTube or if you find this on the Spotify, if you do happen to listen to this, uh, find a way to comment, either on YouTube, on Spotify, maybe send me a letter, like an actual letter. Write it down. <laughs> if you have bad, bad handwriting, just cut the letters out of magazines like a, <laughs> like a ransom note. You know, get in touch and find, just tell me. Are you, are you, are you, did you press play and immediately go to sleep? I don't think my voice is that soothing. I don't think it's possible for you uh, to listen to this and be calmed enough to go to sleep. But uh, if you do, let me know. If you are a sports fan, let me know. And if you hate this, um, I guess keep it to yourself. I don't really need the negative comments, honestly. Uh, <laughs> like, like I said, I, I, I started this podcast just so I just so it would feel like I have someone to talk to. I don't know if I necessarily need your negative comments to bring me down. So, so if there's positive comments, go ahead and hit me up with those. If there's negative comments, uh, what I want you to do with those is, um, instead of tweeting at me or sending me an email or whatever, 
uh, write them down on a clean piece of paper. Get yourself a clean piece of paper. Write, write all of your negative comments down on that clean sheet of paper. And then I want you to fold that paper in half. And then I want you to fold that in half again. And then I want you to fold it in half two more times. And then I want you to put it in your butt. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want you to insert it into yourself rectally. And just keep it there forever. So I never have to read, the, read them or, or hear about them. But I, I, I also don't want you to feel like your, your opinion doesn't matter. It does matter to, to your butt. Anyway, this has been the first episode of The Babble Bro. I am, sadly, The Babble Bro. And I, I, I hope you guys got a good sleep.